0: Hey, Pi Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Pi Tribe, and welcome back to another Monday Mindset episode. So glad to have you here with me. Uh, This episode is going to piggyback last week's episode where we were talking a little bit about thresholds and discovering um, our addiction to busyness as a mindset block that can keep us in that throes of chaos that we are so desperately trying to get away from. Interestingly enough, I picked up a book this week called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. He also talks about the threshold. He takes it much deeper than I did. So I do recommend that book. I encourage you to go purchase it. It will definitely be a big game changer for you. If you have any area of your life you're looking to excel or break through, I'm finding a lot of value there. I'm finding a lot of information of things I've learned in the past, but it's been the way he articulates things, the way he puts it together is so well organized and it, it makes it very easy to implement in your life. So I'm really an advocate of this book. I encourage you to go check it out. Like I said, I have the link down below. But when I was getting ready to do today's Monday Mindset episode, the words self-sabotage came up. And I thought, you know, that's just such a cliche. Does, do people even want to hear about this on this ep- on this podcast? But, you know, when we're talking about online business and business in general and building a successful life, right, because the My Unplugged Lifestyle Method isn't just about building up a successful business. It's about building up a successful life from your marriage to your, you know, relationships with your children to even relationships with your parents. What goes on in our outside of work life, right, our friendships and all that. It can directly affect and impact our success in business and vice versa. When business is struggling or not, or money is tight, it can affect our personal relationships. It is just intertwined, which is why, as you know, I do two episodes each week, one focusing on mindset, one focusing on business strategy, because in my belief, they are so tied together. It's impossible to ex, you know, to uh, eradicate one from the equation With that being said, self-sabotage is something that often we do, especially, you know what? It's not at any, there's no one spot in our life that we do this. Everybody is guilty of it somewhere, somewhere along the line, even at high, high levels. And it's interesting because the book, The Big Leap, he uses examples of, I mean, we're talking about really wealthy people who've built up multi-billion dollar businesses, politicians, celebrities. It doesn't matter. Everybody does this. There's, there's, and he gives tons of examples of it. What I'm not looking to, you know, you could get the book and read about that. I'm not going to use this episode to tell you all about, you know, proof that people self-sabotage. But what I really was thinking about to myself is like, just thinking about you guys listening to this episode, how would somebody know that they are self-sabotaging or that they might be self-sabotaging? What are some symptoms? What are some triggers that they can look for that would really be useful to you in your life to recognize these areas so that you could have these breakthroughs, even if it's as simple as being able to have a romantic weekend away with your spouse without a fight, right? Or um, as simple as being able to grow your business and let it thrive and love it at the same time and just not let your own inhibitions and fears and comfort zone stop you from any area of goodness in your life. And that's I think really what it boils down to for all of us. Self-sabotaging is just simply a way for us to create homeostasis in the science world, basically keeping the peace. <laughs> keeping the peace in our life, keeping it comfortable. And that's truly what self-sabotaging stems from the problem is when we want to try something new when we want to expand our horizons we feel frustrated like there's some sort of external invisible barrier that's keeping us from reaching the depths and the potential that we truly feel called to do the only way my friends to get to that to bust through those invisible barriers is to look within that is the answer that is the secret it is to look within And pay attention to the thoughts and the feelings and the actions that you yourself are taking that is putting this in your life. Now, I have an example I'm going to demonstrate for you here, simply to show you how easy it would be to make it about everybody else in our life. But when we choose to make it about us and we do the work, real success is right on the other side. And that's why this message is so meaningful to me. That's why this episode is so important to record. Before I get too deep into the story I want to use to demonstrate this, I want to talk about some surface behaviors that you can just be mindful of. And and even before we get into that, I want you to just be honest with yourself for just a moment, because as you go through this, this can be a very intimidating process. It can feel very overwhelming and scary to look at yourself especially when you're in the moment of being triggered. Um, And I want you to give yourself permission to do that. And I want you to do it objectively. I want you to be willing to look, open the door uh, to the truth of what's going on behind the scenes of your mind, because friends, that's where the secret lies. That's where the truth lies. And that's where your breakthrough will actually stem from. So one example of self-sabotage is something many people talk about. We all have heard about it. It's imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is when, you know, we have the euphoria of this business that we're starting. Everything's exciting. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, we doubt ourselves. We question everything we do. We um, start thinking, why would anybody want to do? listen to me? How can I do this? We stop putting ourselves out there. And ultimately, I think that imposter syndrome is a very obvious, well-known form of self-sabotage, which I don't want to really invest a lot of time on this episode talking about that, because I think that there are other areas of our life that are deeper and more um, harder to discover. And and again, the purpose of this episode is to demonstrate to you symptoms of self-sabotage that you may not be aware of. So, to be give you an example i think the most common symptom that most people the most silent symptom is criticism negativity and wanting to pick a fight for lack of a better word essentially it's what happens when we start to point blame and think that other people or 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 things outside of us are the cause of our shortcomings okay And what's really, really amazing about the human mind is how we can tie things together that have nothing to do with each other. So it's important that we pay attention to these symptoms because one symptom that might, for example, seem like it has to do with a relationship could actually have a lot to do with a business or vice versa. A symptom that's happening in your business could have something to do with your relationships. So it's one of those things that we really want to be mindful of. So this weekend, my husband and I had a getaway that was scheduled for our Valentine's getaway for one night. We, get, we got to have that one night away from the kids. And meanwhile, I have some friends that were coming to visit us. Um, they were gonna be showing up Saturday or Sunday as well. <clears throat> so I was spending Saturday morning cleaning my house. And at first I felt really excited about cleaning. That was fine, as my daughter and I call it. We're in cleaning mode. But very soon, I started criticizing and and complaining and just being a nag about everything. You know, why is this house such a mess? How come nobody else cleans up after themselves? Why are, you know, why is this trash here? This is absurd. How come this has been left like this? People walk by it all, you know, I don't even want to go on. I've already gone on too long, 15 seconds. (laughs) But I think anybody who's been in that position and experience that can relate to that moment where you are frustrated you're feeling the burden of having to clean up after everybody everyone else and it's easy trust me is it easy to want to make that about everybody else and not about you okay so for example it's easy to on the on the surface say well it's the kids that are making the house a mess it's the husband who doesn't pick up this it's the you know people that go outside and then track all the mud through the house. It's, you know, it's easy to put the blame on them. However, I was aware of one thing, and that was how critical I was being. And I recognized that my criticism and my my complaining was not, um, albeit it may be based in fact, it wasn't caused by other people. How I know that is because every single time I see a mess, I don't have the same reaction, okay? I uh, Most of the time, I don't have that reaction. Most of the time, I just clean it up or I ask the kids to clean it up. And very calmly, it doesn't seem to trigger me the way this particular day was triggering me, which means... It was, as Gay Hendricks calls it in The Big Leap, an upper limit symptom. It was a self-sabotaging symptom. Interestingly enough, I just came off of this amazing week that I had, and now I'm experiencing this mindset of critical negative thinking. Thank goodness. I had the foresight to recognize this as as a symptom, okay? Because I was able to objectively observe myself and say, look, Lindsay, I realize this is not about the messy house. This is about something else. I don't know what though. I didn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. I was blinded by my anger, blinded by my mind wanting to point the finger on everybody else and not back at myself. And so I just held true to that and I did my best to limit my verbal criticism, letting it spew out of my mouth because I knew that it wasn't about my kids. It wasn't about my husband. I was really focused on trying to hold it in so until I could figure this out, right? And the entire time I'm cleaning, I'm getting more and more angry. Finally, it's time for my husband and I to leave. We're driving away. We're going to head out to our dinner. And I'm practicing step two. So step one was awareness. Step two is asking myself really what's like, He I think he says, feel it in your body and know that something positive is coming through. So I'm, I'm telling myself, I know there's something positive coming through. What is it? What positive thing is trying to come through? And I'm looking within myself to see where this feeling lives. Okay, that's how I guess he describes it kind of in the book. That's my, my own language interpretation. Um, my belly felt like lava churning inside of me. I was becoming filled with rage. All of a sudden, every unfinished project, every unfinished discussion, every thing that was just getting under my skin was just massively amounting within my body. At this moment in time, as I'm driving in this, I'm sitting in the passenger seat and I'm silent. I refuse to speak because I knew if I were to say something, it was not going to come out nice and it was nobody's fault but my own. Well, apparently my silence wasn't as silent as I thought. My husband said, are you grumpy? And I said, yes, I am grumpy. I'm trying not to be. (laughs) That's about the extent of what I can muster. And that time, like literally, we live in a small town. It doesn't take very long to get anywhere. So we're driving into town and I'm like, okay, God, I'm begging now at this point. I know there's something good trying to come through. Please help me. I don't know what it is. I, I'm begging. Please show me this. Help me because I don't want to ruin this weekend. Now, all of a sudden, it dawned on me what was going on. My husband and I had had a conversation about a month ago that we agreed we were going to have a follow-up to about some of the things that I had felt some concerns with in our relationship. The point being is we never had that follow-up. And in my mind, I'd been saying, man, I just don't want to go into this weekend that's supposed to be our romantic weekend without this conversation being resolved. I don't want this weekend to be about that conversation. Well, here we were going into the weekend. We hadn't had that finished conversation. Hence why all of the unfinished things that were bubbling up and boiling inside of me were coming up because they were all representations of this one conversation. And I'm like, man, now what? You know, I know that we need to have this conversation, but I just don't want to do it today. So we get to the restaurant. We're in the parking lot. And he says, well, do you want to go home? And I'm like, no. I said, look here's what's up. We had that conversation a month ago. We said we were going to come back and finish it. We never have. We never made it a priority. And and here we are into this weekend and it's bothering me. We didn't finish. At that point, talking and just telling him the truth about what I was feeling was feeling like the only option. I didn't know where else to go. I couldn't. It was so intense. It was one of those feelings that I wasn't like I could just put a band aid on it, get through my weekend and talk about it later. I was beyond that at this point. So I just think that my acknowledgement that it wasn't about him and it was my willingness to be honest with myself about what I was going through, plus my prayer, my begging prayer, all led to an incredibly healing conversation. Rather than us getting on the blame train and pointing the finger back and forth, we had a very honest discussion. It felt amazing and it only took a few minutes. Plus it relieved instantly all of my fury and brought us closer together even more than we were when the weekend started. All that to say that when we become aware of our behavior, we really can move past barriers so much more quickly And build stronger happier relationships if i hadn't recognized that my critical thoughts was a self-sabotaging behavior i know for a fact i would have spoiled our weekend (laughs) i would have picked a fight i would have turned it into something nasty not intentionally it would have just been ignorantly and friends that's the poison of self-sabotage and that's why i wanted to share this with you because You know, if we, and the coolest part, actually, before I say that is it's neat to know that we can catch this at any time. I was fortunate enough to catch it before it escalated into a thing over the weekend, but you know what? We can catch it at any time. We can catch it in the middle of an argument. We can catch it afterwards and come back and say, you know, I've been thinking about this and I recognized my behavior and this is what it was about. I'm sorry. The healing can happen at any step. The goal is to be able to be mindful and have enough practice that we can get to the point where we are able to handle it ahead of the curve. And that is ultimately the 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 point of this episode is to help you recognize it and really recognize criticism and negative thinking as a self-sabotage behavior. It's incredibly easy to believe our self, our criticism and to believe the, um, Negativity is about whatever thing we're thinking it's about. One thing that Gay Hendricks talks about in The Big Leap is whatever you think it's about, it's not, (laughs) right? That's my short version of it. He does a very good job of explaining that often what we think the problem is about is really about something else. And he demonstrates that with so many great stories. I'm just telling you it's a good one to go read and then apply it to your life because that's really when the magic happens, just like I did. Um, just like you can. I hope this episode was helpful, um, certainly to give you some insight into what we are doing to ourselves and in this, in this secret way we hold ourselves back without even knowing about it. Um, let's reveal the light, shine the light on the truth and be brave and walk through it uh, with with poise. Now, It's just going to be the pendulum effect all over again, friends. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, go listen. This change doesn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight for me. It's been years of practicing this kind of... I guess, self-help where I walk myself through these this process. It's been years of being able to do that. That's gotten me to this point where I can catch it beforehand. It used to be in the middle. It used to be at the end. It used to be weeks later. You know, that's part of the pendulum effect. That's part of the progress of change. But you are capable of experiencing happiness in every area of your life. You are capable of experiencing abundance. You no longer have to let your own limiting thoughts and behaviors hold you back from having the success you long for. I definitely encourage you to get the book and also don't feel like you have to do this alone. You know, it's not it's not our most favorite moment to reveal our painful <laughs> ugly thoughts to the world, but sometimes having a mentor and somebody who can really help keep you on track and keep you accountable. Is really what you need. I know that's been the case for me through my life, and I could be there for you too because I've done the work. I've put it into practice in my life. So please reach out, email me, um, or actually, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna link my calendar in the description. Book a session, book a call. Uh, We can certainly work through this and help you catapult yourself over your fears, over your self limiting beliefs and get you living the happy life you are ready to live. All right, friends, until next week. Bye for now. If you like mommy, so leave a review. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I am truly grateful for you. And if this podcast has inspired you in any way, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends.